Hi. Hiya. It's episode 10. Oh, we're on 10 double digits. We're in the double digits. You didn't think we'd get there. We did. We proved you all wrong. We're here. All the haters. All the haters and the losers. Are sitting right here doing a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> it's been two weeks now. Again, another two-week break in between podcasts. How do you feel about that? Um, it's crimbo time. We're busy. I mean, it's Christmas time. We're busy. Um, we've got a lot on. We've got things to do, dogs to pet, places to be, people to talk to. So we don't really Gifts have the to time. buy. And gifts to download and send via text. Yes. If you get that. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. So we're here midway through December now. I can't believe it's almost, we're two weeks out from, or a week, ten days out from Christmas. Mm-hmm. Week and a half out from Christmas. Um, Christmas Doesn't time. quite feel cold enough here yet still. You keep talking. I'm just providing the uh, track over. Oh, track over. <laughs> I know it's supposed to get colder. I think on Monday it's supposed to be a high of like 61, which is probably where I prefer to be in, this, in the winter for Arizona. Uh, for those of you who are interested in the weather report, that was it for you right there. Thanks. Today we sat at about uh, 70 or so, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. 70-ish, which I think is too warm for winter time. But, but so it's freezing. It's cold in the house. Because we aren't about that uh, heater life. We're not running no heater. This is a heater in Arizona. Not us. We save so much on our electricity bill because we do not use the heater. But we don't need a heater either. We're not not, freezing to death here. It's like 19, 20 degrees for UK people right now here. Which is a summer's day. Yeah. Exactly that. We don't need it. Yeah. So, but with the weather, we've been able to go on some hikes. We did a hike each weekend so Hiking far. Hiking up the hills. Just going out, walking through the desert, mm-hmm. taking in the scenery, the birds. We had a little, I had a helicopter fly over us yesterday. Yeah. Chinook. Big Chinook. Chuka, chuka, Is it chuka. Chinook or Chinook? I don't know. I always say Chinook. But I don't know for it sure It depends it on how you pronounce chin. Do you say, oh, this is my chin? Or do you say, this is my shin? That's does, it. That's how. Does how anybody you say this is my shin? I when do. they're not talking about their shin. You've got a lovely sharp shin there. Or you have no shin. Yeah, no shin. Yeah. No shin. How do you how do you put your pillow in its pillowcase <laughs> with no shin? It's difficult. It's difficult. Uh, but yeah, we saw the cool helicopter. We saw yeah um, birds, cacti. Palo Verde. I did wave at the helicopter. She did. Yet to receive a wave back. But fingers, fingers crossed. We're hoping next weekend maybe next we get to see him yeah. again and he'll return the yeah. favor. He'll return we, the wave. We saw a little, little, little gopher. A little, I don't know. What oh, yeah, one. yeah. A little, little a chipmunk of some sort. Oh. Like a desert chipmunk. I don't oh. know. Chipmunk. Wasn't a squirrel. Wasn't a... It no, was like, it was like running on all fours. Yeah. But had a short tail and a squirrel. So who knows? Just a little desert thing. Some desert uh, rodent of some kind. Yeah, rodent. That was cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's been nice weather. Um, we went to the Phoenix Art Museum last Friday. Yeah, we did. Because uh, they do put on a thing called First Friday. The first Friday of every month from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. It's free admission to the 
the museum as a whole, but not to the special exhibit. The special exhibit you still have to pay for, but to the the whole museum, it's free. So we went. So we went. We tried thought, it out. Thought it'd be crowded. It wasn't at all, really. No, I thought it was pretty empty for yeah. the most part. Considering it was a nice winter night and stuff like that. They had carolers out there. Yeah. A whole group of people named Carol just singing songs for us. <laughs> um, and then uh, they had like a, a, a car show at the museum. That was their special exhibit. Yeah, a car like show. race cars. Like old-timey Ferraris and old-timey... Yeah. McLarens yeah. and stuff. We didn't go. We didn't pay the extra 20 bucks a piece to see that one. So You surprised I knew the name McLaren. I was really surprised you knew McLaren was. Well done. Thanks. Is that an English car? McLaren or is it... That's testing my knowledge a bit too far. I don't know. I don't know. It might have been English. I think it must be English because I know the name. Formula like, One, F1 McLaren. There you go. Well, we're going to go ahead and say that's an English stamp on the McLaren. <laughs> Stamped. It's English now. Uh, but yeah, what was your favorite painting or part? Let's start with part and then we'll go into painting. Was there a favorite part you saw? We saw a lot of interpretive dancing, which... I did not really enjoy, but... <laughs> there were, okay, so there's two college, colleges putting on interpretive dance to some strange tracks, some strange musical tracks, and there was a good-sized audience, mm-hmm. and w- twice we stopped to watch, and twice I wasn't impressed, because it's the kind of thing I do, just on a night, just interpretive dance on my own. Yeah. Like, anyone could have done like, that. And they're taking four years of college for it? Like, get a grip. Tiffany, come on. Yeah. Actually, no, I can't slay them because they're at college and they're doing the best. Lots of thigh tattoos. Lots of thigh tattoos. Like, but, all the women were in, like, short, what? Short, like. Booty shorts? Yeah, like, short Ish? cycle shorts. Cycle shorts. Things. And they were exposing their calf tattoos. There was one girl who had tattoos. two chairs. <laughs> and she was dancing with two chairs, which was strange. It's yeah. art. It's art. It's you know it's up to the 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 uh, viewer to. And interpret. then there was two girls dancing to the Midsummer soundtrack. Uh huh. If anyone has seen Midsummer, you know that's not a really. Yeah, it wasn't a pretty no. pretty dance. It was all very strange and stabby and weird. One girl would lunge toward the other, and she would fall like she would miss her with a hug. It was probably something like my mental state doesn't keep up. Oh my gosh, am I interpreting art right now? Yeah, you are. You're in critique. <laughs> Let me put on my hipster glasses. Dang, I don't have my hipster glasses with me. Darn it! But, yeah, I think I got an understanding of where that was going. But Maybe, still. but it was a little bit pretentious, yeah. let me be honest, which I would say most And the two professors that I saw looked like dance professors, like dance art yes. dance professors. Yes. Very floaty looking, glasses, you know, artsy type hair. Yeah, 100%. So that was the, that was the start of our journey after yeah. checking in. Uh, at the museum, that we, we walked straight to there, and we were like, "What the heck's going on?" We were like, "Should we leave? Ooh. This is so strange and perturbed." We had to like find our way to the actual art pieces. I was like, "I just want to see some paintings." Yeah, we just wanted to see like old, really old, like seventeenth century type art, and it took us a while to get there. It took us. Well, we found we it. There. I think we, we found there. some really cool pieces too. We did. To be quite honest, there was a Monet. There's a Monet. Who else? Who else had a painting that uh, was big? There was the gladiator one. Which the gladiator guy. Um, I can't remember his name. I don't know. Monet was probably the biggest artist that was there. Um, oh, it was, we didn't find a Salvador Dali one. We just thought one that looked like a Salvador Dali. Yeah. It wasn't Salvador Dali. 
And then there was that other guy who does the pop art character. Warhol? Roy Liechtenstein. Oh, yes, that guy. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. That guy. Not the Warhol guy. But my favorite bit, if anyone follows me on Instagram, they will have seen my favorite highlight. It was the Big Burger. It was called the Big Big Mac. And I remember it because it's what I, I'd have called it. You call it the Big Big Mac because it's a Big Big Mac. And it was giant. It was 3D. It wasn't like a painting. It was like no, a it was sculpture, 3D. right? Like, yeah, it was like a giant that thing. Was, you hang on the wall and it protruded. They had like a little mini gate so you couldn't get too I close to it. I did inquire as to if we could buy it. They said no. No. They wouldn't let us. They wouldn't let us. I wanted it for our wall, but no. Wouldn't, wouldn't allow it. What was your favorite bit? Um, there was a lot of stuff. So the painting that I keep thinking, like I genuinely keep thinking about this, uh-huh. is the one of the, I think he was a Greek philosopher that they condemned to death by suicide. Oh, and he had to yes. pierce so, his own veins. There's this painting of a guy. He's, I can't, it's like the suicide of, it's not Socrates, it's something with an S. Uh-huh. Some Greek philosopher who obviously was heretical for his time and was was condemned to suicide wasn't it uh and so it's a picture of him. nero nero like, emperor nero yeah. condemned him that's what it is i mean he was roman then uh-huh. he was roman um but anyway he it's a painting of him he's lying he's sitting in a chair kind of lying back with all of his friends relaxed and him. his friends have pierced his veins in his arms his legs and his toes like yeah. in the webbing of his toes because he's he was sentenced to bleed to death yeah and he so, was sentenced to commit suicide so he chose yeah Right. How and it's can really I kill disturbing. Myself? He thought, you know what? I'll get a couple of needles, lads. If y'all come round, we can poke me and I'll just bleed out. Yeah. So that's, I genuinely keep thinking about that picture because I think it was pretty haunting. But that whole era, that whole room had a lot of like the religious, the religious type, yeah. Dante's Inferno, like final judgment stuff. It was yeah. all a lot of Dutch people too. So it was dark. Lots and... of dark Dutch paintings about Christ. There was yes. lots of crucifixion pictures. Lots of crucifixion pictures. A couple of beheaded people too. Yeah, there's that painting of John the Baptist beheaded. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a big area on um, Hindu art. They had a big area on. Oh, that was a nice area. The Chinese and Japanese art that was nice because they yeah. had a big samurai uh, warrior. Yeah, full armor um, of yeah. the samurai. Mm-hmm. Which was nice. It was cool. Yeah. And they had a little mustache, like horsehair mustache on the on the helmet interesting yeah yeah so first friday of every month it's free six to ten anyone from arizona who's listening i recommend going we paid ten dollars for parking um though i did read there is a free parking area it's just farther away from the museum we were just like sack it we'll pay ten bucks for getting in free to the museum who cares um so we enjoyed it we spent i think we wanted to spend like an hour there we spent like three yeah we spent like three hours there um so it was good uh I recommend. It's a it's interesting. Worth the seeing. gift shop was not up to par, though. Gift I shop. was not a fan of the gift shop, and I'm a big gift shop kind of person. Well, it really let us down because we're currently in the market for some art prints for our house. They had like three art prints, and they weren't even the and ones. They weren't even the ones that we were in the museum. art museum, so we were we were let down. They had a lot of little trinkety type things, but not things that we're in the market for. Come on, Linda, do better. Yeah, so it was good, maybe though. don't buy anything from the gift shop, but go. There's a lot of good paintings to see. There's a Native American exhibit as well, some cool yeah. paintings of Native American stuff and of Arizona itself. But there was a really cool one of like a mountain with 
the sky and clouds and i was like i want that for my house but they didn't even have a print of it oh they had a really cool cowboy one that i liked do you remember two cowboys yeah i said oh my dad would like that and he would and if he's listening you you would you would dad yeah it's a lot of good southwest art all that stuff yeah good times all around good times kids and what else? Oh, I'm gonna let you talk about that because that's so. Your this week area. was a bleak week in terms of the UK. Bleak week. We had a UK general election, which is an election where you elect ultimately who's going to be prime minister and run the country with Parliament, and it ended up being, to no one's real surprise, Boris Johnson for the Conservative Party. Now, I didn't vote because as I live in the US, I believed I shouldn't really get a vote. Because it doesn't affect me anymore. Nothing affects me, really. Brexit doesn't affect me directly. So I just didn't want to vote. Uh, But I know a lot of people my age and in my family voted Labour. So they were a little bit let down about it all. It's all a bit... And we were looking at the polls today, weren't we, about... Which demographic at. voted for who? And it looked like everyone 18 through to 30... No, through to 40, to, at least, yeah. or 44. All majority voted Labour. Which is sad, because then that points at the boomers voting for Conservatives, which is no surprise to anyone. Man, I'm not going to say anything about this, because I don't know anything about yeah. UK politics. So I'm not going to say anything. I don't like Boris Johnson. I think he's a... I think is a buffoon. He's like the English version of Trump. He says a lot, is for the rich people, um, and doesn't really do very much. Just talks a good game and talks a lot on Twitter and is very good at, I don't know, rallying the people that support him. Whereas Jeremy Corbyn is not a very good guy either because oh he's got some bad history he supports terrorism and all kinds of things so neither of them would have made a good prime minister but i would have voted labor because i think labor policies were more uniting the people together conservatives just splits the rich from the poor as it has been for the last 10 years and i think labor was more saving the nhs and bringing people together now that's just my view just my view there's been lots of arguments on Facebook about it. And Facebook's absolute AIDS anyway. But this week, whoa, there were so many arguments. Yeah, I don't I don't even go, I don't go on Facebook. But yeah, for those of you that voted Labour or tactically for Labour and Lib Dem, I applaud you because, you know, we'll get there one day. Our generation will rise. Give it another 10 years, let them boomers die out. We'll be fine. Our NHS will be in good hands. And I'll be able to get my free inhalers every time I visit. <laughs> and that has been Politics with Liv. Politics with Liv. It's a load of tosh. Don't really understand it. And they're both idiots. But yeah, that's it. As my mum said, I'm not going to mark the ballot until Jesus Christ's name's on there. <laughs> Our one true king. Our one true king to rule them all. <laughs> we, uh, so yeah, that's 
that's our life for the past two weeks our museums hikes uh, uk politics and of course which the reason main reason we started this podcast was uh reviewing media so we've got some media to review yeah we had a couple things end this past week um we'll just talk really quick about this because i know no one cares who listens to this but the challenge uh what is this one called uh war of the worlds 2 had its finale Mm -hmm. uh team uk won so we lost the election but we won war of the worlds the challenge and there was only one member of the actual uk on that team and i salute him i salute rogan rogan you male stripper well Mm -hmm. done he literally is a male stripper. Yeah, I'm just making fun. Yeah, so CT, one of my all-time favorite members or cast members of the challenge for years and years and years, Rogan, D, an Australian, and Jordan won their share of $1 million, so $250,000 each, while Team USA imploded because Polly and Kara just suck. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, come on, Kara. You can do better. And I found out recently we found out that Polly and Cara are going to take a year off from doing challenges because I don't know why but thank goodness I think it's I just probably because they're tired I they're just, just can't with tired. them right now they need to get out yeah but yeah so Team UK wins Woo-hoo. after I think they only won one daily challenge the whole season I think it was two 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 they won two of two the and then 12, 15 or something, something like that, like that yeah. yeah and then um they won the finale so congrats to them for playing the game they had the strongest team in the final they did they exactly. trimmed the fat. They trimmed the fat the right way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So Team UK, well done. Well, now well done. the real important thing. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. 2019. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Nowhere to hide here, and I'm a celebrity. Get, Get me out of here. The theme to wow, I know I should, I should cut that <laughs> in here. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you want to talk about the winner? So, the winner is Jacqueline. She was a girl who was on EastEnders for quite a while a few years ago, D list celebrity, but she won overall, uh, which I'm, I'm happy about. I'm ecstatic about it from the beginning i said i wanted her to win from episode one i said she's funny she is she's got got my kind of comedy her reactions to everything from the get-go and then when she did the i think was her first challenge challenge for meals when she had to wear the fishbowl helmet yeah and they dropped spiders in there with her yeah uh having known that spiders are her ultimate fear she did it she did it and she was a trooper and she never backed down from any challenge No, she did it all uh she did everything she never and I think she had to do the most challenges of everyone. Because in the, the beginning, the fans she was, were voting yeah. her in. So she came first. She's the queen. And then Andy, who is Kirk from Coronation Street, came second. Now he won the heart of the nation. He was my personal favorite. Yeah. What, why was he a personal favorite? What first did you of like all, about him? He's gangly as all get out. He's really gangly. <laughs> he looks like a cartoon he's character. He's hilarious. When him and Cliff came in with the Old West thing, mm-hmm. and they were just. Both of those two were funny. Yeah. They were having a blast doing what they were doing. They were cracking jokes the whole time. You could just tell he was just a, a decent person, mm-hmm. you know, a normal guy. And same with Cliff. was just a yeah. wholesome guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy really, really won my heart in the Cyclone 
when he's stomping up, looking like an ant from Lord of the Rings, walking up with his toothpick legs, kicking exercise balls out of the way, carrying his star, wearing his dumb cape, as doing the cockroach man call. That that was my favorite. That was my favorite scene of the whole series. And so. if I could just add, instead of the word missing, whenever he said I'm missing my family, he would say I'm micking my family. And that really that really made me laugh. <laughs> Because he's from Manchester. It's just one of the things he says. He kept saying, I'm, make, I'm making my family. And I just thought it was really cute. He was, he was very emotional too about yeah, his family. He was very, he was, I like that you could cry they were all out, just, outwardly about his family. And he was lovely. Yeah, they were all just great people. They're only pers- I only had problems with certain people because they acted like children when they got hungry. And I was like, just... Yeah, James was annoying. James Haskell. It was just a bit, <laughs> a bit burly and annoying. Yeah. Adele had a few annoying moments. I think, in fact, every time I saw her on screen, I said, vote her out. Yeah. We knew we wanted her gone first. But, yeah, and then Roman, the uh, Capital Radio DJ, came in third. Who I also really liked. Really nice. Very wholesome. Good at impressions. Yeah. You're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing great. Uh, but yeah, so that was the, uh, we watched the, uh, the, what was it called? Coming out mm-hmm. where they, where they show what each person does after they've, uh, been released from the jungle and stuff like that. It's really nice. Yeah. It was nice to see Caitlyn Jenner FaceTime a daughter. Yeah. Kendall. Just Kendall. No one else. Uh, yeah, no, no one cares. And also no one came to get her from the jungle. Yeah. It's really sad. She did have her GF girlfriend, friend, quote unquote, makeup waiting for her at the hotel afterward. But, uh, like James Haskell had to volunteer to go pick caitlin jenner which i thought was kind of sad it's really sad because he was love she was lovely in the end she was very lovely and it was really nice of james to go pick her up too yeah. i mean because james he had he was kind of brutish yeah but and he was he got real hangry one episode but he was nice it was nice for the to most the, part yeah to the others it was nice he just he got he really was hungry Oh yeah, that was so. That's, that's it. our for another year. We have to wait a whole other year for it, and we have to probably wait what six months for Love Island. Mm, well, there is. I've heard there's a winter one coming. Oh. In South Africa, it's set, but Caroline Flack in other news has been arrested for battering a boyfriend, so she may not appear How old is on this it. Boyfriend? Uh, probably in his twenties. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh but, boy. Yeah. Well, excited for love island if it does happen we will probably be watching it oh you want to end the apprentice no the apprentice has not ended yet it's on this almost the the apprentice we could talk about that we'll talk about it real quick okay apprentice uk lord sugar so he had the interview week this week interview week so i think we're down to the last four or five there's five five of them and they get interviewed by claude by Linda. linda and by Two other people, I can't remember the names. One's quite nice, and then one's the Scottish guy. And it's really brutal interview process. Oh, two of the highlights were the Scottish guy where he said, Can you tell me where Croatia is on this globe? And the guy had no clue where Croatia was on the globe. And then the second time. He says, You know what? I'm I'm used to using something called Google. Yeah. He didn't know where the beach was. I don't know what a globe is. And then the second. Oh, he did three things. The second thing he did was. He asked how long delivery takes for this woman's who, who whose business idea was a beauty company. And he was like, oh, how long does it usually take to ship your items? And she was like, two days max, two days maximum. And he was like, mainland Britain. And she was like, maybe four days max. 
And then he said, well, I ordered my items 11 days ago. If I give you the tracking, can you track it for me? And she was like, oh yeah, she was so embarrassed. And then the third thing he did was he asked the bakery woman, whose idea is to build a bakery with a dad, um, if, well, she said, everyone that comes into the bakery and that has a coffee, we ask, have you had a good experience? Did you enjoy the coffee? And he said, no one asked me that last week when I was in. Oh, oh. she died. Uh, he came it, with a loaded gun to that interview. Every he interview, he had a loaded gun. He did yeah. his research, and those people fell right into his trap every single time. It was so funny, though. So funny. But it ended up being the the uh, recruitment girl. I yes. can't remember names. I can't remember her name. Recruitment girl and the bakery, bakery girl. girl. Which is probably the smartest. I think bakery girl has the best idea. I don't know about recruitment yeah. girl's thing. But we were just happy Lottie Lion Librarian did oh, not get chosen. So glad she's out. Her idea get of the whole for a posh freaking uh, Women of club? the Country Private Elite Club. I, um, I literally, excuse me. I literally think she had in her business plan, you have to speak the Queen's English while you're there. Yeah. And, and so the woman was like, do I speak Queen's English? I'm from Leeds. Yeah. And she was like, you speak English? And no, she was like, do I speak Queen's English though? And she was like, it's good English. Yeah, she couldn't. She so even herself. the was... richest, poshest woman, she wouldn't have let in. Dumb idea. Stupid idea. But yeah, so that's... We uh, are... I think we're cheering for Bakery Girl because she was kind of funny in her interviews. She, yeah, she was so dumb that she came across funny. Yeah, like she pulled funny faces and she kind of just like rode the wave as they came in yeah, from each interviewer. She didn't end up like crying about how brutal it was. She just left it the off. other girl that we liked all season i think she she did mention like you know i'm a single mother blah yeah, blah kind of playing the sympathy story. card yeah. the other girl was just like well like when she the scottish like, guy was like oh yeah i'm just i'm just good at making coffee my dad's good at making bread <laughs> yeah so i think we're more excited about her idea but that'll be next week i'd be happy if either week. one though, yeah yeah, yeah. The, the well the recruitment girl i think has been the best throughout the whole season yes but bakery girl has been She's been a silent a silent winner, yeah. I think. But yeah, Agreed. that was that. What else have we been watching? Um, TV-wise, do you want to say anything about Veep? Because it's your first time watching it, and it kind of sheds a little bit of light on American politics. So not everything do I understand, because American politics is very intricate, so I don't understand all the terms that they use. But the stuff I do understand, it's very funny. Who's, who's Buster's character? Gary. Gary, I really like. I like him and his bag highlight um who's the guy who's really lurchy that's just got fired? jonah jonah i do not like but i like to not like him yeah if you know what i mean yes. but yeah overall it's funny it's informative and it's exactly how you know politics really is in the background you think these these super professional people that never mess up and know what they're doing but they don't they're just bumbling their way through it i really. would even add here's stefan's political rant that you think these politicians actually care about you, they don't. They don't. They care about getting for, elected yeah. and getting their $400,000 exactly. salary. So That's all they're there for. They don't care about people, to be honest. They're just thinking, how can how I can further I... this career so I get yeah. a little bit more money in my pocket? Mm -hmm. That's all it's about. And these people do this for a lifetime. Like She's planning like the next eight years of her political career, and it makes no sense. Because I don't know what I'll be doing in eight years, but she does. People in politics know like the next 10 years what they're going to be doing. Yeah. It's very bizarre. Very funny show. Very vulgar funny. show. Yeah. If you don't like swears and crude remarks, don't, don't watch it. I wouldn't say it's bad, though. I wouldn't say it's that bad. Oh, it's pretty crude. Is it? Yeah. I'm not going to repeat any of this stuff here, but oh. I'll tell you afterwards. 
remember it um, being But I love it. I watched it as it came on, um, as it aired. Mm-hmm. It just had, a, it had its final season last year, a year and a half ago, something like that. Yeah. Um, but we're watching it now. Us, we're in season two or three? Two, all three. One of the two. She's Either early season three or late season two. Yeah, she's just decided to run... Yeah, her own presidency campaign. Run her own campaign for president now. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it for TV for this week. We're going to jump into movies now, and we are on a time crunch because this Thursday, this coming Thursday, we have tickets to see Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. That's episode nine, the end of the Skywalker saga. So we have, as you know, you've listened, you've heard our reviews, or Liv's reviews of (laughs) episode four, A New Hope, and episode five. The Empire Strikes Back. We have watched Episode 6, The Return of the Jedi, and Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. Liv, start with Return of the Jedi. Go. Wait, Return of the Jedi. I can't remember what happened. It was your favorite one. What happened in it, though? I... You tell me. Okay, like... You know I have a bad memory. This is really hard. Okay. Can't we talk about the one we watched last night? No, we gotta start. We gotta go in order. Return of the Jedi has Ewoks. What are Ewoks? Little furry bears. Warwick Davis in a costume. Oh, okay, yeah. They were fighting in the jungle. Yeah. Oh. And Jabba the Hutt. Okay, and so what's his face? Masky man. Darth Vader. Darth Vader, right? He turns good in the end because it's his son. We find out that Leia is Luke's sister. Uh, what else did we find out? Uh, it was my favourite thus far. Just can't remember what happened, really. Lots of jungle fighting. Can you give me starts off, more hints? Yeah, well, it starts off on Tatooine and Jabba's Palace, because Han is in Carbonite. Ah, uh, that's they have right. A, they have a whole plan to get him out of there. And they that, get him out that, of there. That guy with a giant white head snake yeah, thing he goes, on his head. Yeah, And it's really creepy, yeah. yeah. And uh, that guy, uh, Jabba the Hutt, they get, they kill Jabba, they get out of there, they get Han, they rescue him. Uh, Luke goes to Dagobah to resume his Jedi training, because in Empire Strikes Back, he leaves early, he leves prematurely to go re- try right. and rescue yeah, Leia yeah, and Han yeah. and Cloud City. Um, never completes his training. He goes back to visit Yoda. Yoda basically tells him, I've done all I can do for you, I'm really old, and Yoda dies. Becomes one with the Force, I should say. He becomes one with the Force. And uh, so Luke goes to meet the Rebellion out in space and they decide they're going to try and destroy the shield generator on the forest moon of endor to get the death star 2 destroyed and that's when they fight in the forest with the ewoks you could be making up all these names and i wouldn't know any different i'll be honest warwick davis (laughs) in a little cute little bear outfit he plays wicket um ewoks are really cute he also played willow in the movie willow (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that with little people um but so the Ewoks, there's a fight going on in the forest planet, or in the forest moon of Endor. There's a fight going on in space. There's a fight going up on Death Star 2 between Luke and Darth Vader because the Emperor Palpatine wants Luke to join the dark side, but he refuses. And uh, yeah, Darth Vader ends up killing the Emperor. Or does he? And chops his and hand, gets his hand Luke chopped chops off. chops off Vader's hand. And then he realizes this is not a real hand. Is that machine. is... That is hand chopped off before, just like him. Is that the end? Uh, yeah, basically, yeah. Um, they have a a really a tender heart to heart, Vader and Luke. Um, kiss. Vader's like, I'm dying, uh, and he tells Luke, and Luke's like, No, I'm gonna save you, and he says, You already have. 
you already have tender moments after he takes off his helmet because he says he tells luke he says let me look on you with my own eyes let me look on you with my own eyes and luke takes his helmet off and you see his egg shape Dome head. He's an ugly guy. Well, because he's... You'll see why he looks that way. Because in all episode right. three, you'll okay. get to see all that. Um, but it's really tender. And then uh, Luke goes... He has his private funeral for Darth Vader. Burns his body like a Jedi. Like a Jedi would. Um, which is really tender. Nice score by John Williams at that point. Uh, and then there's a celebration with the Ewoks. Because they won. And uh, they have a party, yeah. And then Luke looks over and sees the Force ghosts of Obi Wan, Yoda, and his newly deceased Faja, Anakin Skywalker. Wow! And that's the end of Return of the Jedi. And that is Roll the credits. whole synopsis now, of that movie. You can give us the whole synopsis of Phantom Menace. We just watched it last uh, night. Oh, this is hard. Okay, where do we begin? Can you give me a clue, please? Where it started? It starts. In oh, the- okay. So, Nat, what's her name? Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. Natalie Portman. Is a queen, right? Is she a queen? She's an elected queen. She's an elected queen. People are after her. So she goes decoy, doesn't she? <laughs> she pretends to be a handmaid. She goes down with Han Solo. No, with... You can say the actor's name if you like. No. Um... What's her name? Qui-Gon Jinn? Qui-Gon, who is what's-his-face from What's-It. <laughs> and they go looking for a piece to fix the ship. And he thinks, oh, she's just a handmaid sent by the Queen. But really, it's the Queen pretending. And they meet a young Anakin Skywalker. And uh, he's like, mate, I can race my spaceship and we can win the part for your sheen. And so, he races, and he wins against the little lizard-looking willy-nosed man. What's his name? His oh, no. name's Bulbasia. Am I close? What no. is it? What is it? The willy-faced man, willy-nosed man, is Watto. That's his boss, That's isn't his it? That's his boss. Oh, he yeah. He beats Zabulba. Oh, Zabulba. Yeah, the guy who walks on his I hands. I was close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was real close. Very close. But then um, he wins, and because he wins, he gets freed from slavery, and uh, gets the part for Jin's ship, and uh, the, that's all I remember. You don't remember anything else? What they else go, so, yeah. That's, I mean, that covers up until they rescue Anakin. Um, basically, they go back to Naboo, which is where Queen Amidala is from. Oh, yeah. And they have so to break the Trade Federation um, It's very occupation. political. Yes, there's, the prequel movies are very political. It's very political. Which is what people have an issue with most. Oh, and they have... They ha- oh, so they have What's-His-Face Darth Maul yeah. on the hunt for him. Uh-huh. Because they're trying to get rid of all the... Jedis. No? Not quite all yet. They're not ready to make that move yet. But, but yes. basically, he's hunting them down. Yeah, he's hunting Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. And there's a big fight between Ewan McGregor. What's the guy? The other guy called? The actor? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson and Devilface. And 
Devilface stabs Liam Neeson through the chest with his red sabre and he's dead. And then, uh, what's the Scottish guy called? I just said his name. His character name or his real name? His real name. Ewan McGregor? Ewan McGregor ends up killing, pushing him, falling. Cuts him in half. Cuts him in half and falls down the hole. Yeah. That's that's the story. And then Devil uh, Man dies. Obi Wan promises Qui Gon that he will train Anakin. Oh, and it's also the movie with uh, Jar Jar Binks in. Yes, but that's we don't need to talk. Who runs that. in a similar way to you, actually? Is that how I run? Similar way, yeah. Can you see on the treadmill? Yeah, gangling legs. Yeah. That me, I guess. <laughs> So, wow, was that an impression almost? That me? Because he is quite Jamaican he sounding. Is, he is. He's a very racial stereotype. Um, so yeah, we got to watch four more movies now, right? We have to watch Attack of the Clones, yeah. Revenge of the Sith, yeah. The Force Awakens, and yeah. The Last Jedi, boy, all before oh Thursday. Ooh. Hopefully we can <laughs> knock out two more this weekend. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe two tomorrow. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we're trying i'm trying it's really, really hard trying. there's so many characters and because it's not my kind of film it's just really hard to remember who's who and who's who's good who's bad who's like there's too many animals but you've done well i'm trying i'm not good i know at i know it's there in your head it's in my head i just, just can't, can't speak it you can't put it in i've words. got early onset alzheimer's so it's hard to bring it out and we're working on that we're working <laughs> on it we're working on it yeah, but uh, I would say in oh, what do you what do you rank Return of the Jedi? Okay, so I said it was my second favorite film. Return of the Jedi was your second? No, wait, which no, that was my first favorite film. Okay, what do you and rank then, it out of ten? Out of ten, being honest, a seven. Okay, that's pretty high. No, seven point five. Oh, and then yesterday's, which was Phantom Menace, I give it a seven. Ooh, and I liked it because of the race. You liked the, the pod I racing the scene. Racing, yeah. The pod oh. racing scene on Bunta Eve. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So seven and a seven point five. Um, I wish I had been keeping track of your other scores. I know you gave Empire Strikes Back a really low score, which breaks my heart to this day. Two or a three, maybe a like four. That. But, but just, Star Wars is tough, guys. When you, it's not your kind of thing, it's really tough to get into. I'm trying. I appreciate that. It's like me saying to you, right. We're gonna watch Day John. We're gonna watch Safe Haven. We're gonna watch. Funny you mentioned that. You're gonna watch. Uh, what's the other one? Lucky one, and you've got to love it. It's hard, right? It's hard. Well, you did make me watch The Notebook last week. Because who hasn't seen The Notebook in 2019? Me, I had. It came seen out the in like 2003. It's a classic love story. It's probably in the top 10 love story movies. Really? And you'd never seen it. I'd never seen it. So it was just about bloody time. Yeah. And you currently have on our, on our we have a whiteboard where Liv keeps track of some movies that we want to watch. She has Dear John written on there. Some of them are guilty <laughs> pleasure movies, all right? I'm not judging her movie taste. Dear John's on there because it, right, I like it. Don't yeah. care what no one says. I am happy to watch Dear John. I like we, it because, because I hate it. Because you are watching... Star I like Wars. it because I hate it though. Yeah. What's that woman called? Amanda? Seyfried? Yeah. She's so annoying in that film. So I love to hate it. Okay. Yeah. Guilty pleasure. I I would say a lot of the Star Wars are guilty pleasures for me because I know they're not all great films. Yeah. But 
Empire Strikes Back I am passionate but about. But in no way is Day John the kind of caliber movie that Star Wars I is. like. <laughs> no, that was offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I My favorite film of all time was probably Inception. Okay. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Maybe of all time. It's in my top five. All right. But yeah. Yeah. That's that. So we've watched a couple other movies. Um, we just actually, like, literally just finished watching Dunkirk, and I'm going to come out and say it. I love that movie. I think it's a masterpiece. I love it. Uh, I have two friends, one of which is my brother, who I remember when we saw it, he walked out and said he didn't like it, and I just thought, What? What the heck? What? Um, so I don't know. I don't know why this is. I don't, maybe it's a controversial thing. I don't know. Maybe amongst my friends it is. But I love Dunkirk. I think it's one of Nolan's best. I, I don't, don't think I it is his best. Doesn't like it. But I think I think it's a masterpiece as far as a war movie goes. Um, it's beautiful. It's, in, it's historically it's quite accurate. The shots on it, the cinematography, the beautiful. soundtrack, the, the acting. I know people didn't like it because I mean, from my friends, from what I heard, they didn't like it because there was no main character to latch onto. There was no hero. There was nothing. There's no real dialogue. There's really, no real dialogue. Either. The first. 45 minutes is silent movie almost it's just that's because that's how it really was no one was chatting to oh. each other because of bloody freezing on the beach it's incredible it's an incredible experience it's an incredible movie i just can't i don't know why anyone doesn't like it um but then but, again we are a little bit obsessed with world wars we are and the history <laughs> we are so we are a little bit biased um but it's fascinating Mm-hmm. Anyone who has not seen Dunkirk, I highly recommend you watch it. I recommend you watch it on the highest form possible you can, whether that be 4K or Blu-ray or just 1080p, whatever. Or even whack out your IMAX. Just whack it out. If you can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just get it. Roll it out. It's so it's so good and needs to be seen and enjoyed. Um, But yeah, we just finished that. So we're kind of riding a little high on some good old English patriotism. Oh, I saluted at least twice during that film. And um, I don't know. So I I wrote this down, but I don't know if you want to talk about this. Mm. What's your favorite Christmas movie? We're coming up on Christmas. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? I will name two. Okay. So there's a family favorite in our family, and it's the Santa Claus, the one with what's his face. Who? I don't know his name. Who is it? It's that guy that's in that other. Uh, it's the one where he's in the house. Oh, what's he called? I can't remember his name. Santa Claus, and he is the Santa Claus. Can't remember his name. Comedian T- guy. T- Tim. T- Tim. Tim. Ah, Allen. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. <laughs> Tim Allen. The voice right? of Buzz Lightyear. Yes. Home Santa Claus. My family can probably quote it from the beginning to the end. And the yeah. second? Bernard. And the second one? Yeah, you said I'm going to name two movies. Oh, the second film, which isn't really a Christmas movie, but I'm always a fan of watching it at Christmas. It's Oliver the Musical from the 60s or the 70s. Whatever that, whatever way. I think it was made in the early 70s, maybe. Okay. With hits such as... Um, who will buy this wonderful morning? And um, I'll do anything for you, dear. Anything. Wow. And many more. Wow. Yeah, I'm releasing an album. 
if you're wondering. You heard it here first. Oliver, the musical, hits by Liv. It's coming soon. Well done. To all record stores near you. Yeah, what about you? Two two favourite movies, Christmas time movies, or one or three? I don't know that I have a favourite Christmas movie. What do you watch at it. Christmas? We typically watch uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh-huh. Um, or I guess a Christmas story. I guess I'd have to say my favourite one, which you said... You guys don't watch anyone. A Christmas story? Yeah. What's the Christmas story? The kid, he gets, he wants the Red Rider BB gun for Christmas. I don't Yeah, I don't think you guys watch it over there. Yeah. But it's like the snowman. You don't watch the snowman No, here, we don't watch the snowman here. Which is, everyone's got to watch the snowman. Yeah. We, you don't even know the snowman song? No. I Last year you brought it up to me. We, we, we talked about it. Um, and I think I listened to it. You had I, me listen yeah. to it, but I don't remember it at all. But yeah, I guess my default favorite Christmas movie would be A Christmas Story or Charlie Brown Christmas. I think both of those are great. Um, I like A Christmas Carol, too. There's so many different versions, though. So many. That I never know. My parents loved the musical version. You said the Muppet one's popular. Yeah. But yeah. And Home Alone's a classic Christmas movie. Home Alone film. 1 and 2 are great. I will go out and I'm going to say Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I'd say it's a Christmas movie. And it's fun to watch on Christmas, Yippee around Christmas yeah. time. Um, yeah, I mean, he says, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. When he kills that, he puts the Santa ho. hat on the dead ho. guy. Yeah. Bleep. Um, but yeah, another one that I, I used to watch all the time around Christmas time is The Perks of Being a Wallflower because there is an extended Christmas scene in that and it did come out around christmas time in theaters and so i associate it with christmas a lot but it's not i would not say it's a christmas movie and it's quite depressing have you watched it this year yet no i have not every year don't you i do try to you've only got two and a bit weeks to watch it this year i know but yeah those those that's probably my uh and to close we're gonna sing a lovely christmas carol now this christmas carol is called oh holy nui Okay, after three. One, two, three. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining into the night of our dear Savior's birth. Stefan well didn't join in, well even done. though he was meant to. He was meant to give us the baritone voice, but he no, didn't. No, I'm not, I'm not a singer. I'm not Neither am I. Oh, that was beautiful. You did so well. Oh, thanks. I've been practicing for some time. Yeah. You, you sounded really well. Good job. Can I tell you what my favorite song of all time is? All time? All time. All time. Totally Clips of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. Totally wow. Clips of the Heart wow. by Bonnie Tyler. If anyone's wondering, it's Totally Clips of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. Wait. Totally Clips of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler is your favorite song? Yeah. Wow. That's a fact. It's, is... it's a fact. Is that the one that starts by... Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit right. I don't know the lyrics, but I just know how it goes. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit Turn around. Turn around, bright eyes. There it is. 
I could carry on all you, night. Uh, you cannot copyright us because this is a review podcast and that counts as a review. That's a great song. We love it. We love it, Bonnie. Please come on our podcast. Yeah, Bonnie, we are great, are huge fans. We just, huge. We'd love to have you in studio to, to, to talk about the song. What the, the true meaning behind it and how it relates to our Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, but do you have an American thing of the week or are we done for the day? Uh, the most American thing of the week is... Okay. Oh, I think I know when you said the Go other day. Go on, what? what? Popcorn that, in tins. Was that an American thing? I that's, thought you That's that. quite an American thing. Yeah, I've just thought of another thing though, so I'll mention both. So popcorn in tins, we went to a shop and there was a big bulk load of popcorn in a tin. In a big tin. Like, imagine like a roses tin times four stacked up that amount of popcorn in a tin just for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Christmas popcorn. Strange. Christmas popcorn, who'd have bloody thought? Mm-hmm. And then we have um, advent calendars, right? Oh. They're not as easy to get hold of in America. Like, you can see them around. Darn near impossible. But... Compared, like, England, they're selling them off for 99p come this time of the year. I can't find a bloody one. And you can, you've got, in England, you've got all your different choices of any chocolate, all different, different ones. And they're not that expensive. But, yeah, can we get one? No, we've seen, like, two and they've been, like, subpar at best. Yeah. And that's it, that's it. That's Most it. America thing of the week. All right, well, I uh, hope you enjoyed our podcast. It's a long one, so... We apologize. We never set out to let it be. I said ten no, minutes honestly, max. Honestly, honestly, I should say this: if you if you want them to be longer or shorter, let us know. If anyone cares and listens to this and has an opinion, let us know because we will try and keep it to a thirty minute or an hour or a forty minute, whatever whatever is ideal. Whatever I don't know. People demand because sometimes we just start to rant like a lot, a lot. Time. So if um, if you have a preferred time limit. Send me a text or a message, and we'll make it. Or drop us an email, or tweet at oh, us. You can, you can drop us an email at, I think it's tiredmedia at gmail.com. I don't know the email account. Okay. All right. Have a good week, everyone. See you soon. Bye. Bye.